served with hoorah. You don't know how you're supposed to earn it or what to do with it or how to keep it. You're a freak with a dark, shameful secret. But you're not the only one. Get your hidden financial fears with a blast of sun. Now your healing has begun. It's Bad With Money with Gabby. Done. Hello, and welcome to this week's Bad With Money mailbag episode. I'm Gabby Dunn. This is Bad With Money, a show about finances and feelings where we don't talk down to you. Thank you, by the way, to Policy Genius, who named us one of their top financial podcasts for going into 2022, and they said that you will not be judged here, and they are correct. Quick question. Did you check out this week's episode about cults with Sarah Edmondson, Nippy Ames, and Roberta Blevins? If you didn't, you should. I am obsessed with all three of those people. It was such an incredible episode. If you've ever gotten a DM about joining an MLM, uh, this is for you. Oh, I also wanted to point out an episode of A Little Bit Culty, which is Sarah and Nippy's podcast, that I think would be super interesting for people wanting to learn more about money in terms of these cults. And one of them was a episode that they just had come out that's called Groundbreaker, Moira Penza on Prosecuting Nexium. And basically the episode talked a bit about the ways in which like billionaire members of these cults are able to silence people, which if you're familiar with Scientology at all, should seem very familiar. And so yeah, so that had some more money information I thought you guys would find interesting. So check out that episode of A Little Bit Culty. So on the rest of today's show, we're going to cover something we already knew but now have proof of, trickle-down economics is a myth shocking breaking news here on Bad With Money. We're going to be talking a little bit about the Elizabeth Holmes trial, which I have been following religiously. And I'm going to give you a tip about a new rule that will allow debt collectors to track people's socials. I've been seeing this all over my socials. In the second half of the show, I'm going to read an email about 529 plans, one about nonprofits paying for college. Plus, we have Discord comments, Apple reviews, and a long list of new patrons. So our first news story of this mailbag episode is a Business Insider piece called A Huge Study of 20 Years of Global Wealth Demolishes the Myth of Trickle-Down and Shows the Rich Are Taking Most of the Gains for Themselves. Huge shocker. Huge if true. Basically, it's just a, a recapping of the 2022 World Inequality Report, which basically demolishes the myth that I think everyone listening here knows about, which is that tax cuts for the rich do not trickle down. The article goes on to say the bottom half of the global population holds just 2% of all the wealth, while the top 10% earns 76%. You can read the article in the description of this episode, but basically the whole idea that if we give tax cuts to billionaires, it will somehow trickle down to the rest of us is a complete lie. (laughs) I will say that it was very validating to read that because it's something that we all kind of know and at least that I felt in my gut for a long time. I know I'm saying that it's obvious, but it is good to have actual studies showing this. The next thing that I wanted to talk about a little bit is the Elizabeth Holmes trial. If you don't know, Elizabeth Holmes is the founder of Theranos, which is a company that purported to do blood testing with just a drop of blood. Um, And they purported that their machines, which were very small and were named Edison's, could basically test for all kinds of diseases with just one drop of blood. That would have been basically a life-changing, technology-changing device had it worked. 
The basic claim is that Elizabeth Holmes made misleading statements on purpose about the startup to defraud people and get a lot of money. And also, you know, not to make this just about money, but a lot of people that got medical tests done by Theranos devices got faulty information, were believed they had cancer, believed they had HIV, they did not have terrifying stuff. You know, Theranos devices were in Walgreens. The average person could get a wrong result that could basically have really intense emotional consequences. So if you want to know more about the Elizabeth Holmes trial, you should listen to The Dropout. It's an incredible podcast that talks all about it. And the money aspect of it is so huge. It really talks about the ways that investors just give blindly to tech startups and the ways that Silicon Valley sort of can manipulate and lie and trick people into giving just unfathomable amounts of money for the idea of a thing that might maybe could happen. (laughs) One of the things that I found most egregious from the trial was that Theranos would try to gain investment money with paperwork that they had put fake Pfizer logos on. So with Pfizer in the news, I just feel like the ways in which tech and medicine are becoming more intertwined, therefore making medicine and medical history something that is profitable or is something that tech can sort of like quote-unquote hack. I don't know how I feel about that. Leaning towards not good. So in just a moment, we're going to return to discuss debt collector tactics and to go over your emails, comments, and reviews. In the meantime, if you want to read more about the study about trickle-down economics being a complete myth, or if you want to read more about the Elizabeth Holmes trial, there will be links in the description. I would love to know if anyone else is following the dropout and has any thoughts about tech and medicine and Silicon Valley startup culture. I find it fascinating and bleak. Uh, So stick around. We'll talk more in a bit. Okay, so briefly, before we get to your reviews and comments and everything, and literally the longest list of patrons of all time, I want to talk about this story that was breaking today, which is basically that debt collectors are now allowed to use your Facebook and Instagram to track you down. It's a brand new rule. There's a Washington Post article about it that I will put in the description. Federal regulators have given debt collectors the okay to pursue debtors via email, text message, and social media sites. This is brand new. Basically, like, you could get a DM from a debt collector now. If you allow someone to follow you on your private Insta, if you befriend someone on Facebook, it could be a debt collector contacting you. Yes. (laughs) It's a change to the Fair Debt Collection Practices Act, and it's intended to eliminate abusive debt collection practices, and it's being hailed as a way to modernize the legal regime for debt collection, which is a quote from the Consumer Financial Protection Bureau's director at the time, Kathy Craninger, which is a Trump appointee who resigned at Biden's request. That's just a little... This is a little nudge, but um, yeah, basically it's meant to modernize debt collection, but it's basically just going to be a new way that they can harass struggling customers. So be careful. That is my big note to you is please, please, please be careful because debt collectors are coming for you on social media. We love to be just so 
upbeat here at Bad With Money. Okay, so I'm going to read a couple comments, reviews, and Patreon subscribers, and then I will let you go into your beautiful weekend. So this is a Discord comment, which the Discord is, again, as I always say, popping off. This is from KTDXLV, and this person is making fun of how last mailbag I said, is it weird to say I love spreadsheets? And then this person said, is it weird to say I listened to this episode while sitting at a desk with four different spreadsheets open? Okay, I feel very seen. Thank you. This is a Discord comment from Quill. It says, y'all, I met with a queer financial planner who is explicitly anti-capitalism. I might have to wait a bit to actually sit down and be like, so money. But the initial consult went well, and I liked them a lot, even if I did have to do it in my car on lunch. Yay! We love a queer financial planner. If you want to write back in and share who you're using, I will gladly share them with my audience. This is in response to the ASU and Starbucks partnership that we talked about in my episode about employers paying for employee tuition. This is from Monica, and it says, I worked at Starbucks in college. For me, that was 2005 to 2010, and the tuition reimbursement at the time wasn't much, like $250 or something, and you had to be with the company a while to qualify. So the ASU partnership sounds really good. Okay, so this is an email from Mizuzu, and it says... Hi, Gabby. Just listened to your episode on 529s, and I thought it was interesting that nowhere in the episode was it mentioned that 529 programs are vehicles of inequality in post-secondary outcomes. The Obama administration actually wanted to abolish them but was unsuccessful because so many Democratic electeds are supported by rich liberals who benefit from these programs. It may be something you want to look into further. Also, I think Louise Seamster, a sociologist at the University of Iowa, would be a great guest for your show as she studies student debt. Thanks for the show, Mizuzu. Yes, thank you. This is about our episode where we talked to Patricia Roberts of Gift of College. So yes, if you have any more information about 529s, I would love to hear it. If you've personally taken out one or if you've personally had one for yourself, I did not know this about 529 plans. Honestly, most things in regards to paying for college have classist implications, so I am not surprised. This is an email from Anne and it says, Hi, Gabby. I love the episode today featuring ways to pay for college. I work for a nonprofit and would like to find out more about the loan forgiveness program tied to employment with a nonprofit. I have tried to find this information, but it is very vague and confusing. I'm hoping there's an expert out there with a step-by-step guide on how to make this work. This would be a wonderful option for our employees that have student loan debt. Thanks for all you do, Anne. Yes, if you are someone who knows about loan forgiveness programs tied to nonprofits, please write in and let me know because this is an excellent question. Also, I want to say that the debt collection article was brought to my attention by Amara, who wrote in and alerted me to the Washington Post article about federal regulators that are now allowing debt collectors to track down debtors via email, text messages, and social media. So thank you, Amara. Okay, I'm going to read the longest list of patrons of all time, and then I'm going to read two Apple reviews, and then I will let you go, I promise. But sit down, buckle up, and gear up for these patrons, okay? Okay, here we go. Okay, new patrons at patreon.com slash Gabby Dunn are Jonna, Grace, Chicken and Kayla, Aaron, Stephen, Rachel, Neopet Graveyard, honestly incredible name, Elliot, Madeline James, Sophia, Mip, Devin, Celie, Elliot, Patty, Savannah, Catriona, Elise, Justine, Camille, Luca, AJ, Chelsea, M, Claudia, Brianne, Abram, Lucy, Kit, Molly, Deborah Lynn, Savannah, Crash, Madison, Dana, Chantel, Lauren, Kyra, Giselle, Bella, Ziomi, amazing name, Victoria, and Quinn. Woo! 
And there's still more for next week. If I didn't get you, I'll get you then. Now, two reviews that I really, really, really loved. And I really appreciate all the reviews that you guys give me. Like, they make me so happy just seeing a new one pop up is like, I don't know, sometimes you feel like you're just talking into a void. So to hear any sort of feedback and to know that I have any sort of impact on anyone's life is, is will be humbling till the day I die. So this is a review, a five-star review from So My Soul. Life-changing. This podcast is life-changing. You can start from the beginning where Gabby knows nothing about money and follow all the way to the present where they are learning about advanced investing techniques. They tackle everything from broad systemic issues to small steps you can take today to change your money situation. Early episodes, they even have recordings of them calling banks on the phone to ask questions, which as someone who has anxiety over talking on the phone, was amazing to get a script to follow. They even have a Gmail address to write in if you have questions or want to add your own take on something and they actually respond to them. Follow, subscribe, and listen the day it comes out if you can as Lord Gabby commands. Guys, I'm not against this Lord Gabby and my liege inside joke that has sprung up when I demand that you listen to the episode the day it comes out. I was going to discourage it, but no, I'm not against it. Okay, this is a review from Mostly On Board, five stars. Money. Money is so boring. This podcast is not boring. Great for learning more about personal economics, but also entertaining and relatable. So thank you so much to everyone who contributed to this episode. I would love to hear your thoughts, opinions, and stories on these topics or any topic you think I should cover. Like I said, if you have experience with 529 plans or if you have thoughts on the Elizabeth Holmes trial, please write in. Those are very interesting to me. Be sure to send me an email at gabbyisbadwithmoney at gmail.com or leave me a voicemail at 844-474-4040. You can also email me a voice memo if you prefer. A couple of you told me that you were going to send me voice memos. You promised. Where are they? Two of you promised me. And I'm keeping an eye on you. Be on the lookout for next week's episode all about fast fashion with Elizabeth Klein and Jessica Nicole. It's going to be amazing. It's one of my favorite episodes. And don't forget to listen to the show the day it drops so we can get on the charts and spread the word. That's right. I'm some sort of monarch who's forcing you to do that, I guess. This inside joke has gone too far. Okay, love you guys. Thanks.